a video nasty. I wouldn't. I have far too much. How, how can you judge on a video nasty? Oh, have you never seen one? I actually don't need to see visually what I know is in that film. Hello there, and welcome to the Video Nasties podcast. My name's Christopher Brown. Coming out of the cannibal film boom in the late 70s and early 80s, Devil Hunter is a classic piece of cheesy exploitation from Jess Franco. He's also on the Video Nasties list for Bloody Moon, the slasher film, and also for the Women in Prison movie, Women Behind Bars. But this film doesn't fare well against its contemporaries, and especially Cannibal Holocaust. But its mixture of nudity, violence, and a bizarre subplot about a monster in the jungle with bug eyes is pleasant enough tosh. Also titled Sexo Cannibal, El Cannibal, The Manhunter, and Mandingo Manhunter, with a tagline of hunted, raped, and tormented out of her mind, the interesting thing about that is, though, although elsewhere around the world it was very much sold as an exploitation movie, here in the UK it was sold very much as an action film with a, a picture of a man in the jungle with a knife, kind of, you know, the, the supposed devil hunter and uh, the action in the back as, you know, being described on the, on the back cover. Uh, it, not in uh, salacious terms, but uh, in far more contemporary ones. But it did get picked up, and almost certainly for its, um, you know, lengthy um, scenes where a woman's tied up and terrorised, would be the reason why it got convicted. But why did it get picked up in the first place? Well, there's possible reason that it was it, somebody made a complaint about it to the police after seeing it. Um, I think one of the things we don't talk about is the fact that you know rival video shops could uh, occasionally uh, stick the knife in to, uh, to somebody that's doing better to try and take down the competition. And um, if you knew the Devil Hunter had the possibility of getting a conviction, you might try it. You know, even if the, that person would be careful with his other films, there's no reason why with this one in particular he would have be had known unless he'd watched it himself exactly the gory content contained within. What's the reason for your visit here, Miss Crawford? We're checking out locations for our next film. Who are you? What do you want from me? Get out of here once! He won't come up with the dough. He couldn't care less about her. He'll pay, you can bet your life he'll pay. Why don't we send him a piece of her? That'll convince him to pay up. What do you think? (laughs) (laughs) That's our island. There's a tribe in the area. They sacrifice human beings. The victims are usually young girls, and they eat their hearts. (laughs) 
story set among jumbled tribes that live in fear of the devil. Laura Crawford is a model, and she gets kidnapped by a gang of thugs while working in South America. They, for whatever reason, decide to take her to the jungle to demand a huge ransom. Guarded by some natives, uh, she has to go through various um, unpleasantness until the gang get their ransom. A man called the Devil Hunter, Peter Weston, is, is on the case and trying to find her. And there's cannibal tribes. Well, there's tri- jungle tribes anyway, and also a, a monster that lives in the woods who is um, more than willing to devour various uh, young maidens put in front of them. devil himself in this is uh, has demonic bug eyes which in actual fact are just ping pong balls cut in two and with little holes in so the actor can see the movie isn't particularly notable it doesn't even have a wikipedia page but uh, made in 1980 it was made along the same time as another film of Jess Franco's uh, called White Cannibal Queen that film also um, obviously, uh, well, known as Mondo Cannibal as well. It started 17-year-old Sabrina Zini, and um, it was one of and, and of these two films. They they both featured Al Cleaver as well. It's not a great period of time for Jess in terms of his acting. We go into his career and his life, and he was incredibly prolific. And uh, some of his stuff, you know, like, for example, Vampirous Lesbos is, is, is cult classic material. But here, it isn't as such. I mean, for example, with Mondo Cannibal, Franco himself says it's the worst for a cannibal film ever made. Mainly due to its slow pace and bad acted and terrible special effects and pretty shoddy camera work. Um, the DVD of that film, that was released by Blue Underground, features an interview with Franco. And Franco said that he only did the two cannibal films for the money, admitted he had no idea why anybody would want to watch them. The um, <coughs> certainly plot and pace and confusing, like bad, bad acting as well, and confusing this is, is evident here. Also, some pretty poor dubbing as well. The main issues that we face is the fact that it's, um, it's like, the, uh, mainly due to the fact that the plot's quite threadbare, so. Franco kind of pads out the action as much as he can 
But that also obviously means that he pads it out with just people wandering around a lot. And uh, really, you know, you could get to the action a lot quicker. And really, the, the only action that he seems to, to, to feel that he needs to do or, or can do is repeated shots of um, young women being tied up, basically, and being molested. So, uh, you know, not brilliant. And, you know, but in the very truest sense of the term, exploitation. Don't be afraid. It's all right. We're not going to hurt you. Would you like a drop? It'll do you good. Haven't we met before? (laughs) A bit too strong, eh? Yes, a bit. What are you doing on this boat? And why did you pull a gun on me? I'm the one who gave you the message to come here. Well, go on. I didn't know it was to do with the kidnapping. We'll take care of you. I'm afraid. I'm scared. Afraid of what? There's a tribe in the area. They sacrifice human beings. The victims are usually young girls, and they eat their hearts. And they leave them to rot. Like the girl we saw earlier. Gives me the shivers thinking about it. White skin is more highly thought of by the god of this wild tribe. I see. Oh, my head aches. Mm. How do you know about this tribe's rights? Do you see, my father lived in this area. He told me all about this tribe. When they catch a young girl, they sacrifice her to their god, who eats her heart. Down on the front cover in the uh, the main drawer is one called Ashley Bluckfellner, uh, who's born uh, well was born in uh, Munich in 1961. She's a model and actress, and was Playboy Playboy's Playmates of the Month for October '79. She was also Playmates for the December 1977 issue uh, of Playboy's German edition, and was only 16 at the time. And she was the only, the first playmate to go on to appear in Penthouse magazine, apparently, as well. Buckfunner um, went on to become a model and actress, but really, you know, she was uh, grounded in European B-movies, such as Franco, Sadomania, and this film. Um, <clears throat> her job very much is to look pretty and be uh, troubled by uh, our monsters so it's um, which she does with a certain aplomb but uh, not brilliantly Antonio Mayans makes an appearance in this film as well he's uh, Jess Franco well somebody who worked repeatedly with Jess Franco and with Paul Nashi as well who obviously we've spoken about with uh, the werewolf and the yeti he worked in you know Night of the Murders movies and some of the erotic films, Blood in My Shoes, stuff like that. Um, <clears throat> he appears in this film under the pseudonym Robert uh, Robert Foster. Um, that was he was called that because he wanted to work with Robert Foster, the the uh, the actor. Um, you know, bad dubbing is something that does happen a lot in 
these kind of films. I mean, you know, we spoke way back in the mist at the start of this about Anthropophagus, the Beast, and uh, that film has some shocking dub in it. This one has some fairly bad ones as well. The added English language dialogue is, is pretty bad to begin with, um, mainly to try and, you know, kind of ma- do, do matching with the language, but it's been la- lamely done. And one actor uses shit at the end of every sentence to kind of, well, every sentence, but a lot of sentences to kind of pad out his statements, and it, that doesn't help at all as well. I mean, it, it helps from a, a bad movie point of view, but not from much else, I think it's fair to say. It's this, but it's it's the plot and pace, and I'm, I'm going back to a lot, but that really kind of, really makes it, you know, unintentionally hilarious. People are, are terrorised for seemingly a long period of time. Um... I'm not even going to go into the fact that the tribe people are obviously, you know, I've spoken about racism in in cannibal films before on Mondo movies, but in this one you've just got a load of black people, seemingly, uh, with no um, characterization at all, with no attempt at it, running around being monsters effectively. Uh, they're there to, uh, you know appear topless or run around naked or chase people um, they're not the victims or the misunderstood of uh, Diodato's cannibal holocaust um, they are very much the um, the foils, the exploitative foils of, uh, of violence um, of the Mondo movies that Diodato was trying to uh, make you know make a statement about really. The movie was very briefly released uh, in 1981, in a pre-cut short version by Cine Hollywood label, and was added to the Nasty list in, in August 1984. I think the reason why it was added so late was not because it was particularly. You know, apart from that, they didn't have Cannibal in the title. I mean, the cover was enough. But uh, it it is to this day a, a harder title to get hold of and, and carries a higher price because of that for collectors. Uh, and the reason for that is there are just not that many of them. Anyway, it remains on the list throughout and is obviously there for one of the uh, DPP 39 collectible movies. Um. It was, t- it was released uncut in 2008 as a DVD under the title El Cannibal, but it did get released under as the Devil Hunter as well. And that's on the Severin label, and now is uncut in the UK. Um, I suppose because you know some people watch it because it's uh, one of the one of the 39, you know, and and whatever, but. Uh, I think from my from my point of view, um, if you're going to pick a cannibal film on the list, even Cannibal Ferox would be a better shout. Although this is probably not as bad. Well, we're going to do Cannibal Terror in a few weeks, and that's not exactly a classic either. But um, at least there's some interest, and there is some crossover kind of 
with that film and this. Uh, but we'll get to that when we talk about Cannibal Terror, because I mean, there's there's not a lot to speak about this. I mean, I said Frank, as we said in with the Bloody Moon uh, piece, uh, Franco, it was prolific. Didn't really care that much about you know. He'd come with an idea, he'd get the money, he'd make the film, he'd move on to the next project. That's how that's how he worked, and uh, I think that's it. Uh, pretty evident in this film. What happened? I heard shots. Nothing. Just that Pablito lost his nerve. Anyway, it's getting late. We'd better rest up before we go on searching. Okay. She's resting now. Look what I found. Oh, walkie-talkie. Who the hell's that? <laughs> What's wrong? <laughs> Those two must have gotten to our boat. The ones from the helicopter? I know it's you on the other end of this walkie-talkie, Wesson. What the hell do you want from me? I'm pretty sure it's a surprise to you, but it's me, Peter Weston. Want to thank you for your warm welcome you gave us on the beach. Very funny, ha-ha. But if you want the girl back, get the money ready. Bring the girl to the boat, and we'll settle up. So you do have the money, Mr. Weston? I've got it. I might have known. But this time, no funny money. I won't accept it. Is that clear? If you care for the girl's life, you better play clean. Get me? That Weston won't give up the money unless we produce the girl. And where in the hell are we going to find her? I'd like to know. Don't worry. We'll find her. Easy to say. We've been searching this lousy jungle for hours without finding a trace of her. Uh, just a little bit of feedback. Um... Uh, I've been contacted by Rob Wilson saying that he'd removed Don't Go Near the Park from his Amazon cart after in my review. Um, yeah, well, that's fair enough. He says, Hey Chris, wrote this June 7th, 2013 on Facebook. Another in the Video Nasties canon is 1980 Devil Hunter. I hate to speak ill of the recently dead director Jess Franco from Vampiris Lesbos fame, but what a pile of crap. Devil Hunter is a cash-in on the cannibal movie craze. I'm not a big fan of the cannibal movies. I've only seen a few. This does not whet my appetite at all. An actress is kidnapped um, and sent to the jungle. It's a race against time to get her back, I guess. The dialogue is pure MST3K fodder. The monster is sad. The lead actress is cardboard. Let's be fair, no one could shine in this movie. Complete pass. Would love to hear any listeners defend this movie or the next. Listeners, you have been challenged. I wonder if Chris will find any good in the next couple of films. Chris, I had some coffee spew on my mouth at the opening. Truly, we can all agree a story for the ages killed me. Fantastic. Um, well, yeah, if you if me, yeah. if you'd like to send feedback, please do. Um, anybody? I mean, the, I don't think particularly. I mean, obviously, don't go near the park. Is is notorious. In it being quite bad, uh, Devil Hunter's not great. Um, 
moving forward, we've got a couple of pretty grim efforts before the quality picks up again. Um, next, well, well, we'll talk about that in a second, but yeah, I mean, absolutely. If, I mean, if, thanks for thanks for the plug, Rob. Um, you know, if anyone would like to send stuff in, if you, you don't have to, you don't have to um, be a uh, be a fan of any of the films, or you know, if you, if you just got an opinion about them, or indeed, you know, memories of yourself and the video nasties, I'd be fascinated to read that. Incidentally, recently I picked up a book uh, on the on Amazon. It's uh, called um, Video Nasties, The True Story of Court Cases, Cock-Ups and Collateral Damage by Harry Pierce. Now, that was released um, November last year. I've read it now, and um, it's worth reading. Um, it's basically a first-hand account of Harry's... Um, arrest and subsequent court case um, and how it affected his life really when he he's a teacher uh, and he was uh, arrested for a number of video nasties because as, 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 you know, he ran a video shop as well a video club and it, it kind of put him in a uh, it had a real impact on his life uh, and it went on for years and uh, it's uh, it's very interesting to listen to it from his point of view, and also you know what it's what it did to him. Um, it's not the um, it's a tough read, really. I feel I'd love to speak to him. I need to try and reach out to him. He's a, he's not a, although he does he does a lot of uh, you know Kindle writing and um, various various you know he's a, he's he's a you know he's a retired teacher. He's an author now. It'd be good to. Um, to speak to him about his experiences I'm, I'm going to have a, another go but he's a hard man to get hold of so uh, well, if, I'll let you know if I get any joy out of that um, but yeah no, if you if you look up that that, that book it, it's, it's worth picking up and you know because it's on Kindle it's you know, it's, it's only like three quid or something like that at the moment if you'd like to get a hold of me please do and uh, for Rob, Rob Wilson's advice, um, my email address is videonastiespodcast at gmail.com. You can go to the website videonastiespodcast.com or you can get me on Twitter, which is at orange underscore monkey. Uh, next week, as we were saying before, uh, we're not in a purple patch for Video Nasty at the moment. It is one of the Nazi exploitation movies. Uh, so, uh, you know, that comes with its. Um, it's one of the nasty ones of those. It's a Gestapo's last orgy. Um, so if you're watching along at home, uh, you know, be forewarned. Some people might find it more offensive than some of the others. So, until next week, take care, and I'll speak to you soon. Goodbye. Never seen a video nasty. I wouldn't. I have far too much. How, how can you judge on a video nasty? Oh, have you never seen one? I actually don't need to see visually what I know is in that film.
Would you like a drop? It'll do you good. <laughs>